Influential football agent Mino Raiola died in hospital in Italy following a serious illness. Mino fought until the end with the same strength he put on the negotiation tables to defend players, read a statement released by the Raiola family on social media, describing the 54-year-old as the most caring and amazing football agent there ever was. Mino touched so many lives through his work and wrote a new chapter in the history of modern football, continued his family's statement. His presence will forever be missed over three decades. Raiola represented the best players in Europe, from Dennis Bergkamp and Pavel Ned, Slade Ibrahimovic and Mario Balotelli, from Mathages de Ligue to Paul Pogba, to Erling Haaland and Ryan Gravenberch. He claimed he never signed contracts with his clients, they were free to leave whenever they wanted, but because they were family, they never did. Some have questioned that, but the fact that so few did leave him like Romelu Lukaku, and that so many coming through the ranks, Holland is a prime example, specifically chose him. Suggests there's more than a kernel of truth in it Raiola had a reputation as somebody who went to battle for his clients. Carving out the best possible deal for them, and not caring about whatever threats clubs threw in his direction. In fact, while some of his super agent peers are closely identified for their business with certain clubs, Raiola always talked about how he was fiercely independent and only cared for his client. Raiola often spoke with the bluntness and certainty of a self-made man, the outsider who crashes the party and soon realizes that so much of high society is a facade, a lie, an old boys club. Maybe it was his upbringing born near Naples. His family emigrated to the Netherlands and opened a series of successful restaurants where young Raiola worked throughout school, always networking, always hungry for the next big thing. He did his first big deal age 24, taking Dutch winger Brian Roy from Ajax to Fagia in Serie A. The genesis of that move? Young Raiola, while waiting tables, telling Ajax officials how much money they could make if they would only let him find him a club in Italy, at the time the world's richest league. They bid. They gave him a chance and he delivered, just as he did a few years later, when he set off a bidding war between Juventus, Napoli, and Inter Milan to secure Burkamp. This is a man who elbowed his way into the big time. Nobody opened doors for him that set him on his way and he never looked back. When Padma moved from Juventus to Manchester United for a fee of around $100 million and signed a five-year contract, it later emerged that every party in the deal paid him, the selling club, Juventus, the buying club, United, and Padma himself. Not just that, they paid him extremely well, close to $50 million between them. Raiola was criticized for his greed. He replied the way he always did, noting that nobody was forced to pay him, everybody did it willingly. And everyone could have walked away at any time, in recent years. He became an advocate for his vision of the game, one that he said, was centered on players, not FIFA, though he did say he would run for FIFA president, so he could then disband it. Not leagues and not clubs. As he saw it, players generate money. They're what fans pay for, and yet they're subject to rules, whims, regulations and restrictions, and often have very little voice. That's why he railed against salary caps, agent regulation and any kind of oversight that wasn't an unfettered free market. He saw himself as football's Ayn Rand, fighting hypocrisy and corruption. While getting rich, insanely rich, his critics would point out, along the way. As Riolis said, you don't like me? Do you don't like what I do, and how I work? Don't deal with me. Nobody is forcing you to. That could have been his mantra. And if somebody countered that they had no choice because their players chose to be represented by Raiola, he had an easy ripist. Nobody forces my players to choose me. Nobody forces them to stay with me indeed. The loyalty he engendered in his clients is something many of his colleagues envied. Early on, his critics chalked up to age because he became influential so young that often his clients were his contemporaries. 
Later, they cited some sort of cultural affinity. Ibrahimovic was also the son of immigrants, also larger than life, and in your face. These explanations fell by the wayside when he started to represent stars like Pogba, De Ligt and Holland. What does a 50-something Dutch Italian former waiter have in common with a Norwegian man-child who practices yoga and meditation? The simplest answer is that his clients were fiercely loyal to him because that loyalty was mutual. And he generally delivered what they wanted agents. Whether representing players directly, or, more often, acting as intermediaries, have become a staple of the game over the past 30 years. But nobody was a protagonist over three decades the way Riola was. Odds are, as football agencies merge with each other and consolidate, the Riola prototype, a dealmaker with a phone. Plenty of bravado and no fear, will disappear and we won't see another like him. Remember to follow Golia by hitting the follow button and slapping a five-star review on the show or tapping the love icon. Let's get to 1 million followers and tune in daily for new episodes.